On a beautiful run through the park on a pleasant day, you can easily get lost. No, no, no! She didn't kill him. Huh? In your true crime podcast. It was the pool guy. So obvious. Whatever motivates you works for us. It's all about letting your run be your run. And Brooks is here for every runner, doing the research and sweating the details to create gear that works for you. It's your run. Brooks, run happy. Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you to the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports friendly perspective. With pro handicappers Alex P. Smith, Andrew McKinnis, and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network, Tuesday, December 21st. It's Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and we will have uh, Jimmy Murphy and Andrew McGinnis with us momentarily. The whole crew will be assembled uh, for this, what is now all of a sudden, not by our choice, that's for sure, uh, the final uh, edition of the Ice Guys show prior to the Christmas break, the final day of NHL games, or should I say the final NHL game before the uh, Christmas break, we think. That's assuming that the Tampa Bay Lightning and Vegas Golden Knights actually drop the puck tonight at 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern time on this lone remaining last game standing, if you will, uh, on the Tuesday NHL card. But as we've learned over the last week or so, Alex, things are changing day to day. Never mind that. How about hour by hour? How about minute by minute? How about second by second? Things could change. So we think we've got a hockey game tonight. And if we do, we've got a pretty good one to go into the Christmas break with the Lightning and the Golden Knights, two teams that have actually not been fully gripped by the tentacles of COVID-19 entering this game tonight, at least compared to many other teams uh, in the National Hockey League. But again, we're going to have to wait to see if that game does get played. As of right now, it's still on. As of right now, it's scheduled. So we're going to preview that game. We're going to break it down as if it is going to go forward tonight. So uh, we're looking forward to that, and we hope it gets played, Lightning and uh, Golden Knights. Uh, Alex B. Smith with me. Of course, uh, we haven't seen him in a couple of days. Alex, how are you feeling? Obviously, from a NHL fan and an NHL better perspective, it's certainly been frustrating and disappointing to see the season being uh, interrupted the way it has. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you hate to see this and, and, and the way that everything's going, not just obviously on the ice, but just off the ice in our in our own lives. I mean, to see this rearing its ugly head again. And, and, and while it may not be it's as dire of straits as it was when the pandemic first began, and that's based on just preliminary reports, obviously, things are changing on the fly in, in every aspect. But uh, to see games getting canceled, I mean, if there's ever, a, there's never a good time to do it, right? It's never a good time to cancel anything you got scheduled. But if there was a optimal time to do it it would be right now we're already going to head into having three days off friday saturday sunday because of the holiday so to give an, an extra kind of kickstart to the holiday let the leagues figure out what they need to do moving forward especially you know the announcement with not sending guys to the olympics that seems to be inevitable we're just waiting on you know actually the, the literal word uh obviously having to use this new shadow schedule on, on top of adding the games in that have been missed uh, now to this, what, what was it going to be a 16, 17 day break? There's rumors now of, will the all-star game go on? Maybe they have to scrap the all-star game this year to try to get these other games rescheduled. And obviously you don't want to take the risk of putting the, you know, t- top 50 or 60 players in the league all in one spot. And then they risk getting sick, uh, and then going back to their respective clubs. So 
there's a, a lot of moving parts and pieces. Like you said, everything's changing by the hour. We woke up this morning, we thought we were going to have two hockey games, but then Philly-Washington gets canceled. So we're left with the lone matchup, which actually is a pretty good matchup of two teams playing well with Tampa Bay and Las Vegas. A lot of people probably would think this could be a Stanley Cup final preview uh, if these two teams can keep the pace that they're on right now. Uh, but it's just it's just super unfortunate. Like you said, the timing is probably optimally the best, but we just hope that, you know, we can get a hold on this thing and, you know, everybody can, you know, do the proper things they need to do, the testing, the vaccinations, the boosters. Like I said, it, 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 yes, it's contagious. Yes, people get it, but the boosters and the vaccinations keep people from getting in the hospitals and dying. So that's that's key one. Key two is eventually trying to get this thing uh, eliminated once and for all. We're still a ways away from that, but, you know, we have to take our steps and, and weather the storm. Just like everybody else, yeah. We're weathering the storm. The leagues are weathering the storm. The players are weathering the storm. The coaches go on down the list. Everybody is having to deal with it right now, plain and simple, uh, in one fashion or another. Uh, and right now we're going to have to wait and see. And, you know, we were, have our own Ice Guys uh, conversation room, if you will, on uh, Twitter. Uh, myself, Alex, Jimmy, and Andrew. And we always chat amongst ourselves. And and I was saying to them last night in our conversation that um, – Look, there's no guarantee we don't get back here December 27th, ready to start up games again. And here are a million players across the league going right back into COVID protocol again. And we still have not really gone through this uh, massive wave of the Omicron variant spreading through the league. You know, we could have the same issues we're having right now, basically a week from now. That is still very much a possibility. And obviously the testing that we uh, that the players are going to be mandated to go through starting on December 26th. Boxing Day, you know, when the uh, facilities open again, uh, that's going to be the telltale sign. You know, will there be hopefully as many negative tests as possible and need will not be as uh, high for players to be in protocol. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, how that goes. And from a hockey standpoint, let's think about how it's impacted some teams. If you're, let's say, the Minnesota Wild, and I bring them up because they've actually lost four games in a row after last night's loss to the Dallas Stars in the only NHL game that took place last night. If you're the Minnesota Wild, this little interruption in the season, it actually doesn't come at a bad time. They're actually having one of your roughest patches of the year. You haven't played quite as good in in these last four games. It's your longest losing streak right now of the entire season for Dean Evason and his team. So maybe this break doesn't come at the worst time imaginable. You counter that with a team like, let's say, the surging Vancouver Canucks, since Bruce Boudreaux took over as the head coach. And here's this team rolling, playing some really good hockey, uh, playing their best hockey of the season. Essentially, Boudreaux pushing all the right buttons. Brock Besser can't find put a, put a puck in the ocean until uh, Bruce Boudreaux's on the scene. And now all of a sudden, he's uh, scoring goals left and right, and he's found his offensive confidence again. The whole team's playing well. They've won every game since Boudreaux's been there. And then all of a sudden they get hit with this interruption uh, in the season and this COVID pause. And you got to think the timing absolutely sucks. And Vancouver's hating this right now, uh, this pause, because they're just feeling it that the whole team, they're playing their best hockey right now. And all of a sudden this interruption occurs at probably the worst time imaginable for a team like the Vancouver Canucks. Whereas Minnesota, maybe they're happy they're getting a little break to maybe find their game again, which is again, deteriorated just a little bit here in these last four games. So you know, with each team, I'm sure they have different feelings, different opinions on whether they want the break right now, whether they're happy to see this little pause right now, or whether they're not so happy uh, to see it. 
at this point in time. Uh, we've got the whole crew assembled. I'm happy to see that. This is our final show before the break. It's been a while since we've had uh, all four of us. Uh, we'll start with Andrew, the Vegas man. Of course, he was in Las Vegas all of uh, last week uh, on a nice vacation there. Spent uh, five days out there, Monday to Friday. Uh, Andrew, how was the trip? How was the Vegas experience? And uh, how are things with you? Good to be here with you guys. Good to be back. Uh, Ian, it was uh, great to meet you in person after knowing each other for so long. It's just, I find it's just so cool. Uh, you know, you meet so many people online and you've never actually, you know, had gotten a chance to shake their hand and meet in person. But uh, yeah, it was nice to grab some lunch with you and my, and my girlfriend and uh, watch some games. And uh, what better of a bet for us to be sweating out than an under together, <laughs> the Army-Navy under, which was kind of That's funny. right. We were watching Army-Navy <laughs> that day. That's right. Uh, Looking to cash, what, a 16th straight under in the series? Yeah. And got a little in. We didn't like the way it started that game. No. Lots of points early, and then it just died after that. So yeah. we'll take it. But no, it was a fun trip. You know, I think uh, obviously I was there for a concert. Uh, for those of you guys that like country, you'll know Luke Combs. If you don't like country, you probably have never heard of him before. But uh, it was an unbelievable concert. He was great in person. Sold out T-Mobile Arena. So really enjoyed that. Uh, uh, you know, several COVID tests came, you know, negative. So it was uh, successful as far as that goes. I was making sure I was staying healthy. And uh, yeah, just a great experience. And uh, the last time I was in Vegas, I was there pretty much by myself. Uh, I met up with a few people I knew, but um, you know, my girlfriend isn't really a sports better. She went two for three, so she's proud of that record. <laughs> um, you know, she bet she bet uh, the over in both primetime football games, and she bet the Chiefs second half. Um, but I, I, that was a bet we went in on together. And then she had some like live bet on some game that i don't even know what it was but she 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 really wanted a live bet and she realized that it's not always as easy as it thinks it's gonna be but uh i gotta say guys stadium swim is fucking insane that's all i can say yep. i'm not gonna you know be pg-13 for that that is it is just insane and the funny thing is it's heated pools there's nothing right? else like it it's Certainly heated pools and like hot tubs yeah and I'm like, everybody's calling me crazy. I got a shout out to uh, Kevin Stevenson, who gave us a tour and showed us around. It was amazing. He he works at with Circa. And nobody's there, guys. I wanted to see a cool atmosphere, but then it ended up being kind of like a cool romantic thing, just the two of us there. And the guy was like, you guys are all crazy. I'm like, why are we crazy? It's like heated pools. He's like, oh, you Canadians, like, come in here in December. I'm like, what are you talking? It's literally a hot tub. Like it could be like negative degrees outside right now. And I'd still be comfortable in this hot tub. And yeah, we're looking around and it was just hilarious. So it was funny. We, so I put my card down at the bar, I got one drink. And then I told him, I was like, Hey man, like I'll, I'll keep it with you. If I'm going to order any more drinks, so that way I'm not paying every time. And he's like, no problem. The guy comes up to us. He's like, you guys are nuts in that hot tub. He's like, I'll keep coming to you guys and ask you what you want. Cause I don't want you to get cold getting out of the pool. And every time he'd come back and bring our drinks, I'm Canadian. Really, I'm good. I know yeah, what cold's all about. I'll, exactly. Every time there. he'd come, come back, down, though, this will be he, fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he has something different he'd yeah. say, though. He's like, here's your drinks, you crazy motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and I was laughing my ass off. And it's just two of us watching the uh, the primetime game, the Chiefs game. But uh, yeah, really, really fun trip and uh, happy to experience it. Hoping, hoping to go to Vegas with the three of you guys sometime. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, definitely. Awesome. No, I'll, never a bad time in Las Vegas, as Alex <laughs> and I can attest to. Yeah. Uh, and some of the experiences we've had there, uh, both of us down there at the same time. But uh, no doubt, uh, always a good time there. And you're right. I, like, I, like I'm waiting for uh, the next tr Vegas trip to check out Circa, but I can. Yeah. I'm sure it's as every bit as impressive as Andrew just stated. You know, inside with the actual book 
And, and of course, outside with the stadium swim and the massive big screens and all the monitors, you know, there's a shit ton of games that are on those screens and near the pool there uh, at stadium swim. And I will say it's refreshing because you guys know how it can be in some of the books, especially the littler ones. Like I stayed at Planet Hollywood, Mm -hmm. you know, you think it'd be a fun atmosphere. That's what I wanted to get out of the book. Yeah. But some of them like that, it's depressing. You got guys with their headphones in, their heads down, like it's sardines you know, in a tin a can, room. no ambiance, yeah. no yeah. noise, yeah. Yeah. no. Yeah. And like, and also like, you know, being from the east coast of Canada, like we've got you know great air quality. I check my weather app when I land in Vegas; it says poor air quality on my <laughs> on my phone. And I was talking to uh, Hakeem Prophet, and he said, "Well, wait till you see LA's air quality." Right. So I'll tell you what: yeah, yeah. being out, being out in, in Stadium Swim. And and having the kiosk there to go bet on sports and all the screens to bet is a lot more fun. And it was a good, great experience for myself and my girlfriend because, you know, she doesn't bet on sports that much, like I said. So to have something like that together, because I'll tell you, we don't, we don't smoke cigarettes. Like I smoke a little bit of, you know, cannabis, as they say. But, oh, my God, sitting in those casinos watching sports for hours, I couldn't do it, man. You get a headache. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a lot. It's a it's a lot. And that when I went out there, it's funny to talk about with me and Ian the last time I was out there. I actually I was smoking cigarettes back then. So I actually went in a couple of bars and it's like it was just strange to be in a bar smoking a cigarette because I like you know, the last time I remember that I was a little kid. Yeah. You know, the, the things have changed so much. But uh I hope but it's you just funny smoking how, them then, Alex. No, I wasn't smoking them then. No, I was <laughs> yes. just, I was like twenty two and I was smoking them. <laughs> but but yeah, but it's funny though, and it's just funny like how the differences in in where because obviously all four of us are in different places, but going out west is so interesting because like I said, you know, people get so used to the heat out there and they think that fifty degrees is freezing and it's just it's just really funny how like yeah. the the combination of locals and then the combination of people from literally around the world. Uh, that, that's what makes Vegas just entertaining. You, there's never a dull moment just on that alone. So. Yeah. I agree. That's my favorite part about it is meeting people from everywhere. And like, yeah. it's like, there's no, like just locals you'll meet. And if there's anybody watching this show that lives in Texas, I apologize, but I thought it was hilarious. Like people that come up to me from Texas, you say you're from Canada and they think you're from like planet, you know, Jupiter. <laughs> they don't, they, they think you're from, it's like, dude, like America and Canada are, are, very similar, actually, or no, not that. You're like, you know, yeah, I always homes. tell people we have electricity. We have yeah, cars. Yeah. We have like, uh, television, like internet. I don't like live in an igloo. Yeah. You know, like they're like, you know, I always tell people actually, Halifax, where I'm from, is known as uh, Boston's little brother, where Jimmy's from. So, uh, it's the the towns are supposed to be very comparable. But uh, yeah, the guy was like, so so, what's Canada like for y'all? I'm like, what do you mean? What's it like? Like. He's like, I heard you got good health care and all this. Like, what, what, what do y'all do in Canada? I'm like, the same shit you fucking do. Like, I'm like, what do you mean? What do we do? Like, we play tiddlywinks all day and cook beans for dinner. That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. It kills me. It kills me. Yeah. As someone mentioned in the chat, it's it's actually the other way around. Texas is in its own world compared to the rest of the United States. So. And Florida. And oh, yes. yeah, oh yeah. And definitely Florida. Definitely. They can succeed as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta get a good laugh at what Trevor just said. Meteorologist McGinnis on the air quality check. Yeah. <laughs> Trust yeah. me, I don't usually check that stuff, but it was weird to land and have my weather app tell me it's poor air quality. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is the the, dif- the difference in regions for sure. Definitely. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, that was the voice of Jimmy Murphy there, finally getting a chance to uh, speak here on the uh, Tuesday edition of the show. Jimmy, how are you? I'm good. That was great stuff, Andrew. I'm glad you had yeah. a good time, man. Good stuff. Thank we got you. if they have the all-star game, we got we're gonna make it happen. We're gonna awesome. get out there somehow, but we'll see what happens. That's all I think everything right now you'd have to say with the NHL is up in the air. And yes, Kyle, I mean, um I mean, to be frank, I'm pissed off, I'm frustrated, and I'm you know, 
just kind of at my wits end, but at the same time, got to be positive. You know, it is what it is. Uh, all, all of us all depend on this sport for our income. And uh, it's, it's, it's a frustrating time right now, but at the same time, it's the holidays. And on the flip side now with this break, and I, I hope the players are looking at it this way too. You get a little more time with your family, you know, and you get a little more time to be with the people you love and maybe breathe for a second. We don't always have this chance in the middle of a season, yeah. right? True, Especially yeah. at the holidays, because not only are we busy with work, but it's the holidays and the holidays are traditionally the busiest time of the year for a lot. of people. So, you know what, on the flip side, it's not that bad to just be able to sit back and breathe a bit. And ironically, guys, I'll tell you, and I think we've mentioned this before in the show, it, it's weird. Our, our site does more traffic when there's no hockey than when there is. I, I, I just don't get it. Like our numbers in the off season compared to what they've been the last two months just they dwarf the season wow. numbers and it's wow. so uh, i'm looking at it and sure enough uh, i'm looking at the traffic right now and it's going up so it's uh, it because people have more time to check the site when there's not as many games yeah I mean, like, that's kind of what it sounds like what basically yeah and i think looking. i think too it gives us more time like okay so there's not games so then i have to i have to write okay what am i going to write about well you know what i'll write about trade rumors or i'll write about some kind of gossip and let's face it that's what people love and that's what gets sure. the clicks so I, I guess I can't complain in that respect, but I'm just frustrated. You know, I mean, I, I, Me I too, really man. want to, like, I hope they don't cancel that last game tonight. If they, maybe they have already since I hopped on here. I don't know, but I mean, that, that's going to be a good game. That's like a potential Stanley cup final yeah. preview, you know? So I, I hope we can see that game. Um, and, you know, I'm looking guys in the chat room. Look, I don't know about you guys, but I say we make a solemn prom promise to us and the people in the chat room. Let's keep politics out of this today. Let's, yes, you know, like, let's just, it is what it is. We're all yep. frustrated. We're all not happy. Yep. Um, I, you know, I think I've made it pretty clear where I stand and I don't know why COVID is political, but I think I've made it pretty clear where I stand in terms of COVID. But so I, I just asked, you know, don't, don't be posting accusations or stats out there without being able to back it up and misleading people. Yeah. Um, there's some people doing that right now in the chat room. So just let's refrain from that. Let's keep it to hockey. Let's keep it to booze. Let's keep it to crazy <laughs> stories of people thinking the Canadians are from Mars or something. I mean, what are you like? What's, what's talking about? What do you do? Like, I, I don't know, man. I'm a human being. I I, I, I do things just like you. It's it's not, just, it just it's always cracks me up. It's, it, it's yeah. America and Canada. Like we're literally like supposed to be like brother and sister, like yeah. countries. Not it's yeah. not like I'm from. Like, we're in some, an igloo. Yeah. It's yeah. cold all year. It, it, we have rations. Been, like here. I watch my get, I watch yeah. my country kick your your country's ass in hockey. That's what yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you yes. can always throw that back. Yeah, well, the one thing I'll say about what Jimmy said, and it's a good point. I think the people, obviously, the people that. um you know, maybe haven't taken COVID-19 as seriously from the beginning or frustrated, angry, upset, tired of it. I think even the people that have taken it seriously from the very beginning are upset, frustrated, <laughs> tired of it, because I know I am. Uh, that's for sure. And it's frustrating to see the uh, uh, the season uh, definitely interrupted uh, the way it has. But, hey, it's the way it is. And look, yeah. I think the Olympics is a fait accompli uh, at this point in time that it's not going to happen. Uh, and they're going to use that Olympic time when there would have been games for Olympic uh, hockey God, involving right? the NHL players. To, yep. To thank God, God for that, that and thank God for the World Juniors. Teams. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Thank I mean, God but for the that, World that's juniors, almost like a, a gift now, guys. Like, what, what would they have done right now if they didn't have that break? And you, what what are we at? 46 games total have been postponed? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. When were you going to no, play? I mean, you to play all of them during that break. I mean, you're still going to have to look at other dates, but what no. would you have done? What would the league have done? What? If to be fair. Weren't empty. 
to be fair, if they had had not had the Olympic break, we'd be talking about a regular season that would be ending in you know the usual mid-April, going into the playoffs. So I guess everything would have just kind of turned into what it is now. Like the play, I mean, as of right now, if everything were to be played, I think everything ends in like late June for the for yeah. the Cup final. So so I mean, they would have been able to kind of just condense and push everything a little bit. But yeah, no, they got extended to the summer, right? Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's it's yeah. already gonna. I mean, it's already gonna go. You know, about maybe two weeks shorter on the Fourth of July for, as of now. So right. they would have just had to keep kind of running it, running it through. But at least we're not gonna go to August like the last two for summers. Sure. You know yes. what I mean? Like that. That was the whole thing. Like everybody was so excited to kind of revert back to somewhat of a normal hockey schedule. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but like I feel like I still feel like I'm in some twilight zone from the last two years because mm-hmm. my life revolves around the NHL schedule, and so when. Yeah. When the Stanley Cup is being hoisted on August 31st, uh, <laughs> it's just – it's a bizarro world. Yeah. Yeah. I will say this. It was nice making making that money in the summer because I make a lot more That's money during point. the year yeah. than I do in the summer. For sure. Yeah. And it's, not, it's not bad when you can sit outside, you know, yeah. and barbecue and, and watch the cup final. But Definitely. you can still do that in June. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And, uh, you know, it's going to be, like I say, this is – we're going to have to just keep our fingers crossed and hope for the best December 27th and onward. Because again, we there we could be re- right back in this same situation where players are going on protocol, you know, a half a dozen at a time, you know, coming out of the Christmas break. That's the fear that maybe we're not done with this, uh, with the whole reason that we've had to postpone all these games the last few days in the first place. So uh, we're just going to have to hope that this break calms the waters down a little bit, uh, and we end up getting back to a somewhat regular schedule starting on December twenty seventh. So uh, just a reminder: this is our final show. We're going to be off. Obviously, right through until next Monday. Our next show will be Monday, December 27, which is when, as of right now, games are scheduled to resume uh, once again. So uh, this is our final uh, show before the uh, break. Uh, And with that in mind, uh, let's get to the one game that, at least for now, is still scheduled. Now, keep in mind, morning skate is just happening as we speak right now in Las Vegas. So, you know, it's usually around 11 a.m. local time, and that's what it is Mm -hmm. right now uh, in Las Vegas. So, you know, if we can clear through the Lightning and the Golden Knights morning skate sessions without any major uh, announcements of this player and that player uh, added to COVID-19 protocol, then I think we're going to be all systems go for this game tonight. And we're going to have to hope uh, that's the case because we do want to see a hockey game because if and especially a game of this magnitude, two of the best teams in the Good NHL. One. And as Alex said, very possibly this could be a Stanley Cup final preview. Uh, between these two teams. So uh, let's break it down. We got the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Vegas Golden Knights. Right now, Vegas minus 120 to minus 125 home favorites, five and a half the total, uh, pretty much across the board. Let's start with the Vegas side of the equation. I've been singing their praises on the show several times now uh, over the last week to two weeks. And why not? They're playing some terrific hockey. They've won five straight games, they are eight and one. Uh, in their last nine games entering this one. And the offense has been the large catalyst for the success. You look at the Vegas Golden Knights in their last 10 games. They scored five against Anaheim. They scored seven against Arizona, three against Calgary, five against Dallas, three against Philly, six against Minnesota, four against Boston, five against Vegas, three against the Rangers, four uh, against a defensive-minded Islanders team uh, in that game that they won in a shootout on Sunday afternoon. So, This team is having no problem filling the back of the net right now. And the reason for that is because Max Pacioretty, I've never seen the guy play better. 
in his career, honestly, offensively, uh, than the way he's playing right now. Uh, obviously, getting everybody healthy has made an impact. Jonathan Marcheseau is just uh, just a man possessed right now uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights. He's playing absolutely outstanding uh, at the offensive end of the ice. Those have been the players that have really been uh, the offensive weapons here for this team. Uh, Max Pacioretty, Mark Stone missed so much of the season. William Carlson was out uh, for a long period of time. And now all of a sudden you're seeing this group, which all of a sudden, and you think of the, and you, and you shudder at the fact that Jack Eichel is going to return and rejoin this team down the road that already has Pacioretty, Stevenson, uh, Dodonov, Marcia So, Carlson Smith, a very good top six now that they're healthy and you're going to be plugging in Jack Eichel to that mix Unbelievable. You know, later on this year. So that becomes a very troubling thought for any team that's about to play the Vegas Golden Knights, including Tampa who enter this game of obviously off a two to one win against the Ottawa Senators. Now they have a definite scheduling advantage going into this game. You talk about rest. How many times can you say we've had five days off uh, in between games? That is the situation for the lightning. You know, they haven't played since that game last Thursday at home against the Ottawa Senators. So they've had five full days uh, between game, actually four, I should say, four full days uh, between games. But still, uh, that is a lot of time, you know, more than a lot of teams get. So uh, definitely a rest advantage. And I like the idea usually of backing a rested team. But at the same time, you're not going to see me going against a Vegas team that's won five in a row. Now, it's certainly for Vegas, that spot's a little bit more dubious. They played a lot of games last week. You look at the schedule, the 14th against Boston on the road, the 16th in New Jersey, the 17th against the Rangers in a back-to-back, and then against the Islanders on Sunday. And now you're playing a Tuesday home game after that uh, four-game road trip. So this is definitely a scheduling edge for Tampa Bay. There is no denying that whatsoever. They're rested. They've had four days off. You've got uh, a Golden Knights team that comes in. This is going to end up being their fifth game uh, in, let me just count it up here, uh, fifth game in eight days for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. So that bothers me a little bit for the Golden Knights, but they're playing well. I thought they were in a bad spot against the Islanders. I said it on Sunday. The only way I'd bet that game is Islanders as a home dog because that was the end of a road trip. They were already a perfect undefeated start to that trip. There was not really urgency to finish the road trip off with a win. There's a little bit of a fatigue spot as well, based on the number of games in the condensed period of time. And wouldn't you know it, Vegas still found a way to win that game uh, in a shootout against the Islanders. So it's a tough game for me from a side perspective. I do have a small bet just for some fun on the over here, five and a half here, just with this Vegas team, with the way they're scoring, especially on home ice, you know, five and a half to get that with a total involving this team right now that's just lighting the lamp. I figured that was just too good of a number to pass up. So for me, it's just going to be a small bet. Tampa Bay Vegas over five and a half in this game uh, at minus 120. Uh, Alex, uh, your thoughts here on the final game pre-Christmas break, Tampa Bay Vegas. Yeah, you know, what's interesting, if you go back to the days, obviously, before pandemics and stoppages, uh, this time of year, this last day or you last couple of days before Christmas break, and we, we mentioned it too during Thanksgiving break, you tend to see a lot of offense. You see teams kind of mentally check out. Like I said, they're getting ready to be back with their families, have a couple of days to just breathe and, and not worry about the game for a while and try to reset and refocus. And so obviously it's a bit more abrupt of a stoppage, but I think that's what we're going to probably see, especially when you look at the scheduling spot of Vegas, five games in eight days, coming back off of a very successful uh, road trip out east. Uh, this is definitely a spot where we could, you know, usually if, if there was games in between and everything was at normal schedule, normal pace, we'd still be talking about, oh, probably fading Vegas because they might be, you know, laying an egg in this spot. Well, 
you know, they, they're playing in good form, and they're also playing a Tampa team that's been in good form, winning seven of their last eight. So I want nothing to do with a side. I'm going here with the first period over uh, one and a half minus $1.25. I think we can see goals galore. Over five and a half makes sense for me, too, honestly. Uh, I'm seeing that at low as a dollar twenty. So I'll go with both overs, first period and full game. They might just roll the puck out and just, you know, play and see whoever scores last wins it. Won't be a whole <laughs> lot of checking. It may, it may just be kind of a, a look like a preseason field this game. Pond hockey. Yeah, I think you could. And we certainly saw that with Minnesota and Dallas last night, didn't we? I mean, and we've seen yes. that a lot, actually. The Sunday games, a lot of them went over the total. The Saturday games, a lot of them went over the total. So it has really been a pattern. We've seen some sloppy play and some higher scoring games these last few days prior to the uh, Christmas break. I want to point out something in terms of the over five and a half that I think strengthens the cause a little bit uh, in this game. Tampa Bay has been a stronger over team on the road compared to at home. They actually are nine and six to the under at home. They're eight and five to the over on the road. And the Vegas Golden Knights, a solid nine and six to the over on home ice this year at T-Mobile Arena. And here's the key. And I said, getting a five and a half with Vegas, you know, I think some solid value. When Vegas games are lined at five and a half with their totals this year, 14 and four to the over for the Vegas Golden Knights with totals of five and a half. So uh, that's another thing to factor in. Another thing too with Tampa, they play, I see them a little bit. They dumb it down. They don't want to put on a show, I guess, against the weaker teams. They just try to control the game, you know, rely more on their defense and Vasilevsky and net against the weaker teams. You look at the lower scoring games, an under with Ottawa, an under with LA, an under with Montreal, you know, a lot of unders with the weaker teams, the subpar teams. But you look at the games against some of the best teams, Toronto, that game went over the total. Minnesota, that game went over the total. St. Louis, you know, if I find the, the when it's a, a better opponent and a more marquee quality opponent, Tampa Bay plays, they play with more pace. They try to get the offense going. They realize, hey, these, this is a good team we're playing on the other side. we got to score goals if we're going to try to beat them. So uh, I'm noticing that little bit of a pattern as well with Tampa Bay just in their last 10 to 15 games. The weaker teams, they trend a little bit more under. The better teams on their schedule. They open up and then play a little bit more to the over. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think here? Uh, Lightning and uh, Golden Knights. Well, guys, I'll tell you, I mean, I think this is going to be a classic case <clears throat> of the team coming back from a successful road trip and maybe having a sort of a false sense of comfort there, being a little lackadaisical in the beginning. So I got a couple on these. I'm, I'm really liking Tampa in this game. Give me Tampa puck line first period. And then I'm also going to take the over in the first period. And then, you know what? It's a holiday gift, and this will be my best bet. I'll just give it to you right now. Give me the Tampa Bay Lightning on a reverse puck line. I like a 4-2 wow. Lightning score in this game. Wow. Like in Tampa, there's no doubt if you're a situational handicapper in the NHL or, you know, that kind of – you're that kind of better. That's your focus when it comes to betting uh, this particular sport or any sport. It's a situational edge for Tampa Bay. There's no denying that whatsoever. They're rested. They haven't played since last Thursday. Vegas off a great, perfect road trip, and they've played a lot of games on that trip, and they're only getting one day between the end of that trip and flying back to Vegas. Uh, I understand it. but I could see it, you know, the logic for Tampa Bay here tonight, but I don't know if I want to step in front of this Vegas team, the way they're playing, and especially at home, and the way they're scoring goals in bunches right now, but I get it. I get the reasoning for sure. For anyone liking Tampa Bay and Jimmy likes that side and he's going to go puck line here to get an incredible plus price on that uh, with the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning uh, in this game. And uh, we can get right now with uh, Tampa Bay on that uh, reverse puck line uh, 
My, plus 275 uh, is what we're looking at with Tampa Crazy. Bay uh, minus one and a half in this game. Uh, Andrew, uh, Lightning and Golden Knights. I got to say real quick, I, I don't usually bet the reverse puck lines myself, but it was cool to see at some of the books in Vegas, they had a huge board, one of those like the odds boards mm-hmm. just for reverse puck lines. And I didn't even know they were that wow. you know available and everyone bet though. That was super cool to see the crazy plus prices on those. But, uh, you know, a lot of things you guys said, uh, I'm not going to waste anybody's time and, and, and kind of, you know, echo them. But I'll say this, I'm echoing the exact bets that Alex is on. Um, and I don't usually double up on overs. I'm usually on one the first period or the full game. But this time around, I'm on both. I think at worst, we get a split here in this one. Um, Excuse me. I think a big thing and the key word, I think that Jimmy said was successful for that road trip of the Vegas Golden Knights. And that's one thing I've narrowed in on big time is not just uh, handicapping teams off a road trip, but how how did the road trip go? You know, and, and, you know, the old uh, fashioned handicapping term, fat and sassy, uh, like Jimmy was saying, that's exactly what this spot is for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, you know, like Ian said, you don't want to get in front of them. I get it. But um, if there was ever a spot for them to kind of get home after a really impressive road trip, maybe they do finish off strong uh, and go into the break feeling really good. But I think Tampa Bay, if you look at them, what they play uh, Ottawa twice in L.A. in their last three games. Those aren't some teams that you really give two about, you know, I'll tell you what, they're going to get up for this game. You know what I mean? I think this is a game they'll count. So I like Tampa in this game, but I'm sticking to the over. You know, and uh, I, I'm looking at Victor Hedman over two and a half shots, locked that in minus 125, uh, expecting that, you know, we, we're all expecting goals in this game. I'm expecting shots galore. You know, the message in the locker room is not, you know, hey, don't be so fancy. You know, let's get pucks in deep on this team. Uh, let's get some shots from the point. And that's why I'm looking at a defenseman. That's my favorite player prop on tonight. Victor Hedman over two and a half shots. Uh, looking at some of these March or so ones and, and different things like that, but Wait to see what the uh, uh, prices are widely available. I always say that uh, I don't like to give out props unless I've checked multiple books because it's not fair for you know a book I bet here in Canada that you know might not be offered elsewhere and stuff like that. But that is one I've locked in so far. Victor Hedman over two and a half shots. All right, so over first period, over full game, uh, and also uh, Victor Hedman over shots on goal. And again, uh, everyone in the chat, some people still thinking maybe this game, maybe it will. We don't know that for sure. The key is we gotta the, we gotta cross the hurdle that is the morning skates yeah. for both teams. And if we get through that, and there's not you know three or four players on either side going into COVID protocol after that, uh, they'll play the game. I think if it's even just one player on either side, they'll still get the game in. And Tampa and Vegas are both on the record. And I read this the other day. They are they want this game to get played. They will do whatever they need to to try to get this game played. Uh, and they made sure they stressed that to the uh, NHL. Uh, especially with Tampa already on the road. Because remember, they were they flew up to begin the road trip to play Colorado. That game got postponed. Uh, Tampa wants to have this game played. So does Vegas. Uh, so I think they'll do everything they can to get it played. Doesn't guarantee it will, but hopefully it's on pace to uh, uh, have the uh, tr- puck dropped on this one. And if it is, it's a treat for all hockey fans. An early Christmas gift, if you will, yeah. going into the break to have this be the final game. One of the best games you could ask for. Two of the best teams in the NHL uh, going head-to-head, the Lightning uh, and the Golden Knights. All right, before we wrap up the show, we wanted to do just a little bit of a who surprised you this so far this season, current futures board, you know, who is, um, 
you know, which teams you think might have a little bit of value based on uh, this point in time with where their futures board. You got to believe that as crazy as it is, and I'm not saying they're winning the Stanley Cup, and maybe I'm a prisoner of how they played since Boudreaux took over, but, you know, I see 80 to 1 sitting out there with the Canucks here. And, you know, then <laughs> I'm just looking at that and saying, wow, they've looked like a different team since the coaching change. It's at least piquing my interest. I don't think I'll bet it, but it's at least piquing my interest there, an 80 to 1 shot there on the suddenly. Uh, surging Vancouver Canucks. Right now we've got Vegas six to one, Colorado plus six fifty, Tampa Bay plus seven hundred, Toronto plus seven fifty, Florida plus nine fifty, Carolina ten to one, Minnesota thirteen to one, Washington thirteen to one. I still think there's a little value on that Rangers team fifteen to one. Uh, to be quite honest with you, uh, in uh, at that price, uh, you know, Penguins eighteen to one with the way they're playing team defense right now. Believe it or not, uh, <laughs> and. Jari's playing well. That whole team is de just defending at a high level. Uh, they've gotten healthy after having so many uh, personnel issues earlier in the year. So 18 to 1 kind of piques my interest with the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins a little bit. Uh, those are ones that definitely stand out. Down the board, not as much. But yeah, Vancouver, Pittsburgh, could Winnipeg get their act together under Lowry perhaps? But, uh, you know, there's one that stands out. But I want to mention one team specifically that's been an, a surprise to me in a positive way. Uh, and again, it's good to be positive, just not COVID positive. That's what I always tell people uh, these days. But I'm going to tip my cap to the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, this is a team that's surprised. They're, they're definitely my surprise of the season from October to today, December 21st. They've got way more offensive abilities than they've ever had in recent years with your Troy Terry's of the world, with your Trevor Zegras of the world. Uh, this is now a talented group. They've got a terrific young blue liner who's only going to get better in Jamie Drysdale as well uh, on the blue line. Very impressed with what I've seen here from the Anaheim Ducks this year. They've got way more team speed. They've got way more offensive creativity. The passing, just the a level of skill has gone up immensely in this team uh, this year. Now, the, believe it or not, you know what they've got to figure out to become even better, guys? He's getting John Gibson back on his game. It's crazy you were actually saying that, but it's true. He did not yeah. play well, especially the last few weeks. And Stolarz, you could say, has even outplayed him at times. So, Props to the Anaheim Ducks, to Dallas Akins. He's obviously part of the reason they're having success. He's done a good job coaching this young group and definitely a team that, hey, they can think playoffs now. It's not out of the realm of possibility uh, for the Anaheim Ducks with the way uh, they've played. Uh, Alex, uh, if, is there anything on the futures board you're interested in right now or just from the October to now, what's been a team maybe that's kind of surprised you? Well, I got to say the Washington Capitals have, have really shocked me. They're a team that I thought we were going to finally see their window uh, being a Stanley Cup contender close up, and that's far from the case right now. Alex Ovechkin at 36 years old, the numbers he's putting up and, and the way he's playing right now, uh, I mean, it, it seems like, you know, it, it's, it's the mere formality of, of, you know, when he grabs uh, Gretzky's record and becomes the top goal scorer of all time. But like I said, he's just, he's, you know, passing the puck well too. He's hit, he's throwing the body still. So I'm getting a couple of scraps already. Like this guy has got to be the front runner for MVP. I actually took a shot with him uh, plus 600 about a week ago. And this definitely just feels like, you know, that number is going to keep coming down. Obviously McDavid's going to be the favorite throughout uh, with all that he's done for Edmonton. I mean, he's, he's, the Edmonton Oilers essentially it's him and Drysaddle, but I think the fact that because it's him and Drysaddle being so one-two heavy with that team and, and numbers-wise, they almost kind of cancel each other out. So you actually get, get some good value if you want to grab Ovechkin. I think do it sooner than later uh, with him to win the Hart Trophy. Another future play I made, I actually added on to, was the Minnesota Wild. 
I already had a ticket for them to win the Central, but I added, I grabbed another one at plus 320. That's still available at DraftKings. Uh, I think that's crazy. You look at how logjam the Central is right now. And, of course, Colorado's the favorite. But Colorado right now sits fourth at 36 points. you got Minnesota to clear, uh, you know, two games, four points ahead of them right now. And, obviously, it's way too early to be counting points. But the thing is that I think that's great value still taking a shot with them. You can even maybe look at uh, Nashville. Uh, that's another shocking team as well. A team I thought they'd be down toward the bottom of the division. They're floating around the top, getting good goaltending. And, and that's the thing. It's, you know, if you look at the styles now, we have enough uh, data to kind of see what styles, you know, these teams are playing where they can kind of hold on and be good playoff teams in the, in the true second half of the season, which would be, you know, late February and going into March and April. That's when the teams start counting points, when those games get close. And we always talk about how the game's tied at 2-2 or 3-3 with five minutes in the third. They're going to hang on and try to grab that point for sure in the standings and then settle things out in overtime. So when you have those teams, you can you know spot those teams now that can earn points. Even a team like, a LA, like the LA Kings, Kings aren't going to win the Pacific Division. But they can make some noise all year and possibly be in that wild card race until the very end because they find ways to at least get keep themselves in games. You know, they're not getting blown out in their losses. They're losing in overtime. They're losing by one goal. So you can find those scrappy teams. We always talk about the value that they pro- provide on a nightly basis. But you might be able to grab a little bit of value with a future, and then you can adjust accordingly. If, let's say they make it in the playoffs. You can hedge out of it, uh, do different things. So Minnesota to win the Central, I grabbed that, like I said, a little bit more than I already had, but it's at a lower price of 320 And Alexander Ovechkin to win the heart. He's finding around anywhere between 550 to 600 I think that's a really good play. Nice. Yeah, you're right about Nashville. They've surprised me in a pleasant way. I will say this, and I hate to be Mr. Downer with Nashville again, but it seems to be the my calling card. Uh, the schedule's come a little bit light for them. There's a lot of Montreal's and Seattle's and, and Jersey uh, and just some weaker teams that they've played on their schedule so far. I think the schedule, is, from what I see moving forward, it's going to get tougher uh, for Nashville. Let's see if they can handle it. Uh, but no doubt. And you know why they're playing better? It's simple. Johansson and Duchesne have a pulse this year. That's why they're playing better. They've actually, they've actually been the offensive difference makers and producers that they're supposed to be, that they're getting paid to be, you know, and that hasn't been the case in years past. So, and Soros has been a rock steady in net. That's, and Roman Yossi's playing terrific. This is, uh, Roman Yossi, believe it or not, is having one of the best years he's ever had. And he's had a lot of great seasons. He's been a premier defenseman in the NHL for going on a decade plus now. And this is one of the best seasons I've ever seen him play. No doubt about that. He's playing at an incredible level right now uh, for the Nashville Predators, and he's been a big piece of the puzzle as well as to why they've played well. Uh, Jimmy, just some overall thoughts the season to this point. Well, you know, you brought up Vancouver there, and I was going <coughs> to go there, Ian, so uh, great minds think alike. Look, I already jumped on it. I got a bet on Vancouver uh, for the hell of it. I just did a $25 bet, $25 to win $3,375. Uh, on Vancouver to win the Stanley Cup. Is it going to happen? 99% no. But what the hell? It's 25 bucks. But if you want to get smarter with your money and you still want to include Vancouver in a bet, I'm looking at them right now here on DraftKings. I mean, it's plus 500 for them to make the playoffs. I, I yeah. think they have a very legit shot. That's a really good bet. I, I was looking at that too, Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, I, I think that's a solid bet. And then another one to look at. And yes, I know that Vegas is rolling and Vegas is going to get Jack Eichel back. But Ian, we'll, we'll echo what you always say. Sometimes that when that superstar comes into the lineup and a team is rolling, it can disrupt stuff. For the and first game, that's Anaheim. for sure. You yep. can get Anaheim still, who is the current division leader and one of the best teams in the NHL right now as we speak. You can get them on DraftKings at plus 1,200 to win the Pacific Division. I love that bet. 
I, I think it can happen. I think it's much more realistic than any of the Canucks stuff I was talking about. So that's something I look at there. As far as who makes it to the cup, though, if I'm going to be serious, I still, I'm going to stand by my pick. I got the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Colorado Avalanche. That's who I picked in the beginning of the season. And I still think that can happen. Obviously, there's teams that can disrupt that. But I think both teams so far, uh, more so Toronto has really come into their own than Colorado. I think they, they've had a lot of stops and goes there in Denver, but I think they'll get it together. So I'm going to stick with that as my pick, guys. But there's some really tempting futures out there, especially on DraftKings. So check it out. Yes, there is. I mean, that's why, and that's why, and, uh, well, part of it too is, uh, you know, partners of the Ice Guys and the Hockey Podcast. But it is a great book for hockey. It legitimately, truly is a uh, DraftKings uh, and definitely a lot of. Uh, that was your softball down the plate, buddy, for your segue there. That's right. Now, we will get to DraftKings before we uh, wrap up the show one final time as well. But well, I just want to break it down here. Here's what we're looking at with top 10 teams in points right now uh, going into the Christmas break. We've got St. Louis 10th in the league, Florida 9th, Anaheim 8th. How about that in terms of points in the overall NHL standings? Vegas 7th, Minnesota 6th, Rangers 5th, Toronto 4th, Tampa 3rd, and Washington Carolina tied atop the league with 43 points. Uh, right now so uh, that is your basically your top 10 teams right there in the nhl in terms of points uh to this point uh in the year of course anaheim being the top in the top 10 like i said that's why they were my clear choice for what has surprised me or which team has surprised me so far this season uh, they were the clear choice to me uh they've definitely exceeded any expectations i've had of them uh, going into the year uh andrew your thoughts on uh, the nhl action that we've seen to this point well, I was going to say actually the exact same bet as Jimmy. So, uh, you know, a lot of the same thoughts there. But the funny thing is, Jimmy, I, I gave out plus 175 for the Canucks to make the playoffs like many months ago to a lot of people. Uh, so now I feel like I want to say, hey, double down, everybody. Double down and get a way better price. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wish I waited to give out this price, though, guys. But, uh, you know, one team on the entire board that sticks out to me uh, might surprise you guys all. Uh, the Arizona, no, no, no not Arizona. Uh, we're looking. <laughs> the, Houston, uh, the Houston Coyotes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know what? I, I, I was gonna say Vancouver for one for me. I think that Calgary, as much as I, I I'm saying I think um, Vancouver can kind of surprise them. Calgary for me, it's not about just their record. Um, taking a look at it, what is it? Fifteen and seven, six, thirty-six points for them. For me, it's kind of been how they've won their games. I've been kind of impressed with them and I've been more impressed with their defense. Uh, it seems that they've, their coaching staff's done a great job of uh, building this team's kind of their tactics and the way they've run their team and um, getting a lead and protecting it. They haven't been, you know, in years past, they've kind of been sloppy late in games and I've not really seen that as much and uh, goaltending, you know, whether it's a starter or, or a backup in net, they've been pretty good. So um, Calgary is a team that I wasn't too high on because many years they've had almost the same four guys. Uh, and they haven't been able to get it done, but this year they've got a lot better with it. But uh, one that hasn't been mentioned yet so far, guys, and and uh, I think it might catch a few of you guys off guard maybe. Uh, for me, one I'm going to say, and this is kind of a value play, obviously, Pittsburgh Penguins, 12-1 to 1 to win the East. You know, uh, this is a team that's dealt with lots of, of injuries, COVID stuff. You know, uh, just when they start to get healthy again, Jake Gensel goes down. Just when they get Crosby back, this happens, that happens. And let's not forget, you know, they were beating teams with like an ECHL roster at one point. You know, uh, this is a team that barely even was able to prove what they can do with the full roster. And let's not forget, this team was great going into last year's playoffs. And 
Tristan Jari wasn't the best goaltender in that playoffs. We all can agree on that. He wasn't the reason they lost, but there were a couple questionable goals that you just can't allow in the playoffs. And 12 to one for me, for this team that has that perfect mix of experience and youth is something I always say is a great mixture uh, to a contending team. I like that quite a bit at 12 to one, you know, look at the teams um, just right ahead of them, you know, the Rangers, Bruins, Capitals, you know, hurricanes and stuff like that. Like, I agree with with Jimmy about the Leafs. I think that, you know, they're they're I was wrong about them going this year. They've 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 done a great job. I mean, that Hyman uh getting rid of him, as much as I was having my fun poking fun at the Leafs fans and stuff when Hyman scored his hat tricks, the guys that they were able to get at or pay with that money that Hyman got, it's actually incredible. I mean, four guys that are contributing, I, I can't list them all out, list them all off right now, but um are, are you know covering that same pay that Hyman's getting for the Oilers and contributing for the Leafs but for a team that hasn't you know that's gotten bounced in the first round for the past like so many years for them to be plus 550 to win the East I can't I can't get involved there um but I just look at this Pittsburgh team defensively too well that's what all that matters in the playoffs isn't it defensive hockey get a hot goaltender and get some experienced players to score big goals so I guess that would be my play I'll give out. Uh, Pittsburgh 12-1 to 1 to win the East. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, all these little cheap little uh, additions that Kyle Dubas made in the offseason, especially up front, they're paying off so far. Even Nick Ritchie's starting to finally find the back of the net. But especially the two guys that have paid off so far, these, you know, it's like rolling the dice, low risk, but high reward if they work out are Michael Bunting and Andre Kasha for the Leafs. Yeah. I mean, these are the two guys in particular that they've really gotten uh, a lot more from uh, and Kasha, especially lately, he's been terrific. Eight goals now, seven assists, 15 points uh, and bunting, you know, seven goals, 12 assists so far, 19 points already for him uh, this year. It's eased the uh, blow uh, right now of, uh, you know, losing uh, Zach Hyman to the uh, Edmonton Oilers. So uh, definitely it's been good news in that uh, regard uh, for Toronto. Uh, before we wrap up, I want to no. mention. To what? No. Uh Oh, we got no. bad news for Tampa Vegas. Please yeah, no. I think so. Please no. <laughs> I think it just got canceled. I thought we could at least get through this final show, maybe but at least before the freaking postponement announcement happened. But uh, let me just, yeah, it's. Uh, they said it was in jeopardy. Frank Saravalli on Twitter said one team was bracing themselves potentially for some bad news in terms of COVID-19. Uh, and... Um, that might be the case right now. Let's uh, see. I'm just waiting for the NHL public relations. Make sure you're following yeah. them on Twitter. Uh, they are always the ones that, hey, you know it's going to happen if you if they're tweeting about it. But uh, nevertheless, yeah, it might be bad news on the horizon here for Tampa Bay and Vegas, which means we won't have I, a uh, – Yeah, it's not it's not the usual accounts tweeting out, but I'm not seeing good things. So I, I'll yeah. rely on my number one source in Jimmy Puckline. But, uh, we'll, which we'll is a shame. It. We'll I see. thought that was the one game that could I, escape. But, I uh, just, guys, I just text uh, my source with the Vegas team. It says not official yet. Okay. Okay. There we go. Not official he yet. Said, so fingers crossed. He, We're going to be said, crossing our fingers all afternoon. We want to yeah. see this game. They're Sorry, waiting guys, on but, a couple tests right oh, now. Yeah. 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 All right. We're yeah. waiting the test. So it's not off yet. Again, I haven't heard anything right. officially yet. So. Oh, we'll actually, see. real quick, I want to say for everybody yeah. out there watching this show, um, Take a look right now because if your book offers it, it's going to change. Bet Russia to win the men's hockey at the Olympics. Yep. 
Everybody yep. should be yep. doing this. I'm not. I'm not saying it's a sure shot by any the means. PHL but guys all over the roster. Exactly. That's I mean, yep. you have to look at which you know, the NHL uh, is where all the Canadian players are. You know, so yep. that obviously U.S. players as well. Um, you know, Swedish player. Czech, they're going to pull know. from junior hockey, yes. AHL, ECHL. Yep. That's how they're going to pull the. And team the guys that are already over there the are going to play. Yep. So yep. that those odds are going to drop big time. So if you guys can bet that, check it out uh, at some of your books, especially offshore. It'll take longer for them to adjust. I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's uh, very, very unfortunate uh, what's happening. Uh, certainly uh, with that, but. Uh, Nevertheless, yeah, Russia makes sense totally uh, in terms of uh, the uh, re the rejigged Olympic men's hockey tournament based on the situation with the NHL players not going there. I'm always interested, and this is a good time to do it. It's our final show before the break. I'm always interested uh, in looking at um, uh, Andrew has to go apparently. All right, so before we do this, we'll let him say goodbye to everybody and uh, Merry yeah, Christmas really. to Andrew. It's been great yeah. to have him back as a regular member of the Ice Guys again. Uh, Andrew, Merry Christmas to you, Lindsay. It was nice to meet her, of course, uh, during the uh, stop in, you made in Hamilton uh, during Grey Cup weekend and to your family and friends and everybody. Have a Merry Christmas. And like I say, we're happy to have you as part of the Ice Guys again. I appreciate it. Yeah, I just uh, thank you guys for uh, having me back. It's great to be back here with you guys. And I think that we always say with the live chat, uh, it's it's not as much just about talking, you know, hockey, betting, all that kind of stuff, just about coming together and chatting. I feel like that's what makes this group uh, really special. But yeah, happy holidays to all of you guys. Uh, I, to echo what Jimmy said, we'll all try and use this as, as an opportunity to take a deep breath and, uh, you know, spend some time with some loved ones and have some yes. of those conversations yeah. we don't usually get to have and just relax and maybe share a few cold beverages and have a good time. And uh, hopefully we can talk uh, before the new year's. Maybe we can even do some world junior stuff uh, on this channel or just come on yep. and chat about hockey together. But uh, uh, I hope all of you guys get to spend some time with some family and uh, enjoy the time off. Uh, enjoy your Christmas. I know uh, the older I get, the more I, you know, when I was a kid, all I looked forward to was getting, getting gifts. And now I look forward to seeing my aunts and uncles and, and grandma and, and all those people. So yeah. happy holidays to the three of you guys, everyone out there watching. And uh, I apologize for, for, for leaving, but uh, I uh, I have to run. <laughs> no, it's absolutely good. Uh, World yeah. Juniors, Boys, we're looking man. forward to it. Yeah. And I, Merry Christmas, bro. Merry Christmas, Jimmy. Yeah, happy holidays, man. Absolutely. Thanks, Merry guys. Christmas to Andrew. Yeah, you know the World Juniors in Canada are nuts because one of the headline stories yesterday is just the captain being named, uh, Caden Gooley. Uh, for the Canadian team. And it's like, wow. I mean, geez, I mean, we're, I know you're excited TSN for the tournament, but uh, uh, we start with sports center with breaking news. Team Canada has announced the captain for the world junior team. It's like, Whoa, wow, guys. I mean, I know you're excited, but is, you got to lead sports center with that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> just, guys, just speaking of the world juniors, uh quick heads up. Uh, I, I don't know where Nate dog in our chat rooms getting his info, but the, the world juniors isn't canceled. They right. canceled part of the pre season so they call it yes the yes right three tournament right. games yeah they're games. just gonna go straight into the tournament yeah, yeah the, the world juniors is not canceled no. as of yet thank no. god well, hopefully that's not the case because we're excited for that tournament and i know uh tsn is they always send gord miller and ray ferraro there to co to call the tournament so uh yeah it's a big deal to T uh, tsn will move heaven and earth to make sure that tournament happens because it's huge for their you know for their network i mean it's like people just they just kill it with the ratings in Canada for that world junior tournament. And they don't want to see that cancel. That's revenue and cash in their pocket. And believe me, if you read the stories for TSN the last few years, laying people off, they need it. Uh, so <laughs> they, they want that tournament to uh, go on. 
that is for sure. Uh, absolutely. Uh, all right. Um, before we wrap up, I like doing it at this time of year. Top 10 profitable teams in the NHL as of right now. Who have you been making money with uh, in the NHL so far this year? And the current standings and profitability. Now, this is units won and units lost. You know, if you had bet one unit on each team in every one of their games this season, this is how uh, things uh, would have been. Uh, but right now, the top 10 teams in profitability uh, in the NHL so far uh, this year. Number 10, the LA Kings. How about that? Uh, plus 1.8 units uh, for the LA Kings this year. Number nine, the Pittsburgh Penguins, 2.64 units of profit this year. The Anaheim Ducks, number seven, uh, 3.01, uh, or sorry, number eight, I should say, Anaheim, 3.01 units of profit. Number seven, the Minnesota Wild, 3.09 units of profit. Terry Edelman's doing... Uh, uh, you know, handstands over that or <laughs> well, uh, hearing that bit of news. Uh, Tampa Bay, uh, number six in profitability, 3.31 uh, units of profit. You know, that's pretty impressive because you're not supposed to get, you know, a lot of value with Tampa Bay. And the fact that they're still sixth in the NHL in profitability right now, uh, that's pretty impressive in my mind. Uh, San Jose, uh, plus five units of profit. They are number five. That's definitely a surprise. Uh, the New York Rangers, fourth in the NHL, plus 4.05 units. Vegas, another team that you think they're priced pretty highly in the betting markets, but they are 5.66 units of profit. Number three in the NHL in profitability. Carolina, number two in the NHL in profitability, 7.41 units. And the number one team in profitability this year, a team that I've been negative on more than any uh, the last year or two, the Nashville Predators. Would you believe it? Uh, the Nashville Predators, 8.4 uh, units of profit for their backers. It's, I'm glad Andrews uh, left the show, guys, because the 32nd team in the NHL in profitability is in the team that you've lost the most money with this year, the Montreal Canadiens, <laughs> at minus 15 units this year. If you've been betting the Montreal Canadiens in every game, you're down 15 units on a one unit per play scale. Uh, so that is pretty telling uh, right now. Uh, the Islanders, second worst, uh, minus 11.8 units. New Jersey, minus 9.8 units. Arizona, shocker, uh, minus 9.8 units. And Arizona, minus 9.2 units. Actually kind of shocking Arizona's not dead last, but they're, the, they're in the bottom five uh, in the NHL, though, in terms of uh, least profitable team. Montreal, though, bringing up the rear, the, le the least profitable team, the team that you've lost the most money with betting this year, every single game would have been the Montreal Canadiens. So obviously a nightmare season for them. And it's yeah. proven that way uh, in the betting markets as well. You haven't lost more money with any team in the NHL more than the Montreal Canadiens. All right, guys, um, final thoughts. This is your chance to, you know, say Merry Christmas um, to everybody. Um, Alex, we'll start with you. This is our grand sign-off for the final time uh, before the Christmas break. It's been a blast so far, and uh, hopefully everybody has a happy and safe holiday. Alex, I'm sure you share those sentiments. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's been, you know, wonderful with having the hockey that we have had, you know, seemingly on a, on a normal schedule. Obviously, things are changing now, but hopefully we can, like I said, have been saying it all day, we can weather the storm. And, and get through this thing together. And uh, like I said, it's been obviously wonderful working with you guys as usual. Great to have Andrew back. Great to have everybody in the chat, everyone downloading the show, uh, the, the podcast, uh, working with the Hockey Podcast Network, working with DraftKings. This has been a, a ton of fun. And 
you know, looking forward to the holiday. I've been here in Chicago for well over a month now. So get to spend uh, some more time with my folks a few more days. And then in a week, I will be back in Minnesota. So by the time we have hockey again and uh, hopefully back onto a more regular schedule, I uh, will be back in my apartment in uh, St. Paul. So looking forward to that as well, but also just looking forward to the holidays and the great times. So I'm wishing everyone to be safe. If you haven't gotten vaccinated and get your boosters yet, do so please so we can put this shit aside and uh, just have a very, very Merry Christmas. There you go. Uh, very, uh, very good stuff, uh, Alex. And we share those sentiments as well. Uh, Jimmy, final thoughts. Uh, Merry Christmas, obviously, to you, your family, Maddie uh, as well, uh, everybody in the uh, Murphy clan. And uh, we're looking forward to being back next Monday. And uh, hopefully everybody has a great holiday. Yeah, you too, guys. And I think the biggest thing I just want to say to everybody out there right now is stay safe uh, and enjoy your families like we were saying earlier. Uh, just take this time. You know, we're always we're so caught up in this game that sometimes we, we forget other stuff. So like I said to begin at the beginning, just uh, breathe and, and enjoy it. You know, do some stuff that maybe you've been meaning to do and you put on the uh, back burner, whether, I don't know, cleaning up your office or something or your garage, who knows, or going out, go sledding. I don't know if you get some snow there. It's, it's way too warm where I am for this, but it's weird weather these days. But uh, listen, have fun, enjoy it. And I'll tell you what, guys, I, I, I really do. I, I think jump on that Vancouver to make the playoffs there because I, I think that not only they got Boudreaux, but I think they're going to make a move too. I, I, I think that, you know, you can't count Jim Rutherford out. The guy is one of the best GMs ever. Um, his, his resume speaks to it. Uh, and I'm sure he, he'll get something up his sleeve and, and, and get somebody that can help them uh, make a push for the playoffs. I, I agree with that. I think that's the that's even better than the Stanley Cup futures bet. Vancouver is that one, I think, to make the yeah. playoffs. Uh, no doubt. We wish you Merry Christmas and I'll say final uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. This is truly a family thing we have here with the ice guys, with the viewers and the listeners. Uh, we wouldn't be doing this show or having the success without it, uh, if not for you guys. So thank you very much. We wish all of you a safe, happy, healthy Merry Christmas with you and your family and your friends. And we're looking forward to being back with you next Monday. And in the new year, we've got a lot of things planned here. We're going to get the Ice Guys live betcasts going. Uh, we might do a couple in January, but we're especially going to get it rolling on probably a weekly basis after football season in February. For the rest of the regular season, throughout the playoffs, we'll get the Ice Guys live betcasts going again. I know a lot of people have asked about them. Uh, we're looking forward to doing them again, but we want things to settle down just a little bit in terms of, you know, get football behind us uh, and the busy part of the sports calendar year. So we're looking forward to the Ice Guys BetCast. We're going to be a lot more special guest centric in, in the new year as well, beyond football season. We've got a lot of things planned. We're going to invite a lot of our listeners and viewers, you know, the lifeblood of the show on to join us again. We're going to be Chris Otto. We'd love to have him on the show if he can make it happen. We're going to invite him on. We'll invite Turnsey on if he can make it. Jarek Rubel, who's got great insight uh, in hockey. We'll bring him on. Melissa Cunningham, if she wants to join the show for as a special guest. We'll have some of our uh, viewers and listeners joining us as special guests. I've got uh, the pipeline to some former players that have a betting interest that are going to be joining us. We'll reach out to Deeds again. He wants to join the show again down the road. Uh, of course, Grant uh, Arnold uh, to join us on the show. I've got interest from Bo Bennett to join the show in the new year as a guest. Eddie Lack, who was a former goaltender uh, in the NHL. They all have betting interest. Uh, Kyle Bond, who's actually the grandson of Bobby Bond, the great Leaf, uh, and played in the uh, minor league, uh, mostly in the AHL, but uh, definitely multiple former players that are interested right now. Uh, in uh, joining the show uh, in the new year. So we've got lots of things planned uh, and it's going to be an exciting 
uh, New Year. Uh, the Again, the BetCasts will start those going. And, of course, more than anything else, we'll still be here for you seven days a week, breaking down every single game on the NHL board throughout the rest of the season, like only we do it uh, here uh, at the Ice Guys. So with all that said, it is over and out for the Ice Guys for the Christmas break. For Alex B. Smith, for Jimmy Murphy, for Andrew McGinnis, I'm Ian Cameron. Merry Christmas to all, and to all, a good night. Thank you for watching uh, The Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.